to the comic book rundown. Hey, everybody. Are you as tired as I am? Yep, I am. Tired of living in a fucking capitalist-driven society. and uh, You know by the time... Yeah, yeah. That's no, it'll still be a capitalist-driven society. never going to stop, I guess. You know what else is never going to stop? What's Jokes that? about dead billionaires Jesus in the Christ. ocean. <laughs> I actually watched a uh, video that was talking about the uh, scientific breakdown of why we find it humorous and don't even care that they died. Is because they're millionaires and they don't give a shit about us? Well, it's because they we don't consider them part of our community because they're not part of us as people. They are an outside source. Mm. So, like, if it would have been, like, you know, a family was, you know, paid $250,000 to go down in a submarine and, you know, they were, like, you know, middle-class America, which I know really doesn't exist anymore, but we would have actually had empathy towards them and we would have felt bad about it. But because it's a bunch of billionaires that aren't real people, nobody gave a fuck. Yeah. So that tells you what when we're recording this, everybody. Because <laughs> that happened months ago. Um, oh, yeah, time travel. Yeah. Yep, because this is coming out in August, I think. I mean, these jokes are still going to be funny then, so. True, true. I, did, I will say that I did make all of my friends over at the Geek Ultimate Alliance Network uh, cringe when I brought up, oh, on the crossover of June there, when I brought up the idea of a Halloween costume being a, a, a tube-looking sub and an orca. Um, that would be good. I, look, it's, yeah. I thought it was funny. They know, they know what they're getting into being friends with me. I mean, you know what would be really funny, though? You heard me, Chris and Clay. Okay. So hear me out. Oh, God. Here, okay, here you we go. You make the suit... Right, that looks like the uh, the um, sub. sub. Yeah, I did air quotes on that for the people that can't see us. Um, and then, literally, but you, okay. but you make it out of like the material that the uh, like bouncy balls they have at Walmart are made of, like the big blow up balls. Yeah, and then like halfway through the night, you just pull all the air out of it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wow. Thank you. So we are reading um, Radiant Black. This this story is this is one of my favorite new superhero comic books of all time. Um, this is probably one of the few ones that I have talked about on multiple different times with multiple different people on I multiple like we different talked, When this first came out, I think we talked to Clay about it on a uh, rundown review. Or no, on a uh, uh, chitty chat, I think. I think it was brought up there. Um, I know I've talked to Clay twice about this first like arc. Uh, once when he still had Fanboy Comics podcast. Mm-hmm. And then once for A Walk the Multiverse. We covered the first like, ten issues, I think. Uh, that was like a two-hour podcast. Go check that one out. But at the same time, um, the the creators of this, uh, of the, the Massiverse, uh, Kyle Higgins, Ryan Parrott, Matt Groom, um, Michael Basudo, Basudo, who's the editor, uh, and uh, now adding in uh, Melissa Flores... Um, they, we, like I've, I've talked to Melissa for dead lucky on walk the multiverse. Um, Clay and Chris talked to the rest of them for a creative spotlight over on world's finest true believers when Supermassive came out the first Supermassive, And then I joined them to talk with everybody on the latest, uh, super 2023 that just came out over on world's finest true believers. Also, I've had, I gotta give a shout out to the Radiant Black podcast, who that group, uh, Bash, Ali, Matt, and Charlie, they, it's a podcast literally all about the Radiant Black, the massive verse. They just started doing a, a podcast about Rogue Sun, uh, which is part of the massive verse. 
I've had them on a walk in the multiverse. They're a bunch of great guys. Um, I've talked a lot of Radiant Black in the last couple <laughs> years. This is very reminiscent of Invincible. Um, yeah. There's there are some elements that you could you could see correlations with, but it's just it's a wonderful wonderful series. Um, if you haven't read it, you need to go read it. Plain and simple. It's, yeah, it's I a mean, great. Yeah, it's definitely worth the read. And it's uh, it's, it's actually... so early on in the universe that you can still catch up and not be far behind. The other great thing is Radiant Black. You can read Radiant Black, and you don't need to read Rogue Sun or Dead Lucky. Or you can read Rogue Sun, and you don't need to read Radiant Black or Dead Lucky. Like you, each title is its own thing. But if you read it all, you get some coordinating things that will cross over from time to time. So just keep that in mind. I know that I, I actually ordered this right after we got done talking to Clay about it because he, I mean, he made such a good, you know, uh, uh, promotion for it. Yeah. That I was just like, Oh fuck dude. So I got, I like, I got online and ordered it that day. Yeah. Actually, I think it might've been while we were talking, I was ordering <laughs> it, but and it's worth it. It's oh, so, absolutely the series so far. Um, currently, so by the time you guys are listening to this, it's in the middle of the Catalyst War over at Radiant Black, the, the title itself. And that is seeing... I don't want to give spoilers away because you've only read the first volume. You haven't Correct. read anything else. Um, things are happening. Things have been leading up to that. So I, without giving too much away, a big war is coming. We'll just... I mean, but they kind of say that in here too. So sure, the yeah, and you you start getting hits of it. You get hits of it here. You see a little bit more next volume, and even more in Supermassive, the first Supermassive. So it's just it's wonderful. Um, we we as a podcast will be hitting up every single one of these. Not right at the moment, but I mean we've got four volumes of this currently. We've got. Two volumes of Rogue Sun, a volume of Dead Lucky, a volume of Infernal Girl Red. Uh, no one should probably be the first volume should be up for that by now. We've got two supermassive books. We're good for a while uh, at the moment. So, uh, yeah, so let's go ahead and get into this first one. Uh, like I said, we're going to be covering issues one through six of Radiant Black. They were written by Kyle Higgins uh, and... I'll, when we get to issue six, because that's a little bit different, I'll I'll pump out the writers and artists and all that for that for those um, artists for these first five technically are Marcelo Mar- Marcelo Costa Costa Marcelio Nope, this Marcelo just Marcelo yeah um, see so we have a guest artist of Eduardo Ferjata Ferigato thank you. And Darko La Fuente. Uh, well, he's number six, so. Oh, okay. I was going to do that separately. Gotcha. Uh, guest artist, guest colorist, because Marcelo Costa does colors as well. Uh, as uh, Natalia Marquis. Thank you. And then letters by Becca Carey. We also have uh, Rod Fernandez as a color oh. assistant on Chapter 4. That's a good point. Thank you. So, I to start out with, for this, this series... Like this hit me, right? Because this is this was me. I mean, I didn't have thirty eight thousand dollars worth of debt, but still, but of credit card debt. But still, like this hit so freaking true. Maya, uh, my first note for this is uh, Nathan finds out the harsh reality of being an artist in capitalistic America, <laughs> because I feel that to my core. Yeah, yeah. And so he's trying. Like we meet up with our antagonist, our protagonist here, Nathan, um, and he is trying to get a loan to try and pay off some of his debt and he's working as a, a uber driver, driver basically it's driver but yeah it's basically uber um to try and make ends meet although you know he's on the phone with the bank the bank is denying him he's a writer and he's like well i've got a script or a book written like it's just i'm i'm oh, going to talk to the uh the publisher the, the right editor now. now yeah which is not no but i mean lie. at least he was trying to sell it a little bit yeah and it's just it's he's not doing great so much so that he ends up having to move back home. Like he, he, this was in L.A. He's trying to 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 make it, and he just he got the, he moved to L.A. and he just he 
falter. That just... Which I'm still trying to figure out what the whole point of moving to LA, what L.A. was as an artist or as a... He's a writer. As a writer, because, like, you can write anywhere. True. And then, you know, send it in, and L.A. is a very expensive place to live. As very I expensive. Found out, you know. Uh, yeah. So I think it was... What's to say it without giving too much away? I think he was following somebody out there. Like, they... He was with somebody at the time. They had a break. He followed thinking he could catch a break as well. And it didn't work out, obviously, the way he wanted it. Gotcha. So he's got to move back to Illinois, Lockport, Illinois, with his parents. Did we ever see if Lockport was a real place? It is, actually. Is it? Yeah. Uh, Because this is where Kyle Higgins grew up. Ah. So, like, I know, what was it? Last year, I think last year, they had a big um, meetup at the the bar that Marshall and, and Nathan go to Yeah, uh, in Lockport. It's only three hours away from here. Yeah, exactly. Um, Kyle Higgins, like they, it was for C2E2. Oh, it's right out of Joliet. That's terrifying. Yeah, well. Um, but they had a big old meetup at, just before C2E2 last year. Uh had they had standees of all the characters, and that's where we got to see the standee of no one and no and we're like, well, who's we know who all these people are? Who's that? And Kyle Higgins is like, oh, that's no one. Don't worry about him, because <laughs> fucking Higgins is awesome. And like everybody's like, what does he mean? What do you mean is no one? Who's what do you, what do you mean? And then the title got released that it's no, no one. slash one, like no one. That's great. Yeah, it's 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 great. Like this. This universe is amazing, man. But yeah, I brought up Marshall because Marshall was his best friend in high school, growing up, all this. Um, he found out that Nathan is coming back to to Lockport and he kind of crashes the party. He's like, hey, so let's go hang out, basically. Yeah, takes him out to drink because, I mean, let's let's face it. If, if you're you know coming home, uh, I'm not going to say as a failure, but as like uh, definitely... Um, uh, underwhelmed by your situation, you're gonna feel like you need to drink. Yeah, and then you know it gets revealed what's going on. Like he is thirty eight thousand dollars in debt. Yeah, um, and it's just which is actually a uh, really low number for the United States. So I mean, true because most college debt is like in the hundreds already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually thirty eight thousand. Is a whole fucking lot, but it's for a, nothing to show. I mean, that might have been how much I had before I filed bankruptcy, or close to. Yeah, hmm. but these are uh, credit card debts, so we can't file bankruptcy on them. I think. Yeah, you can. I oh, did. Can you? Oh no, actually, I didn't. Um, my ex-wife did. Ah. Uh, because she thought you had to, but I had looked into it. And I think I even asked, and I'm like, and I'm like, at the time, I didn't have a ton, but I was able to pay it off. That gotcha. pay off my credit card debt and then just not, um, accru- you know, accrue the max out my yeah. credit card again. So, which helped me out because now I got like a credit score of eight hundred. Nice. Mine's only a seven eighty something. Yeah, it's nice, right? Yeah, it's, it's a good feeling. I mean, it's a good feeling, but at the same time, it's a it's shit because it's a credit, ridiculous feeling credit because ratings it's, didn't it's, happen until the eighties. Well, and it's just a it's just a make believe shit. Just so you have to borrow money before you can borrow money. Yep. Like so that's, fucking that's literally stupid. all this is like, well, we need more of your money before we'll give you money. So stupid. Because if, if they actually wanted to do an actual check on you that was based on whether you could pay back the loan or not, when you're getting a home loan, it would be, oh, you've been paying the rent at this apartment for, you know, the last five years. You've made on-time payments yeah. every single time. And that rent's $200 more than what this your uh, mortgage is going to be or $400 more than what your mortgage is going to be. That's how they do it. Or, hey, man, I see that you've never missed a payment on your, you know, utilities, on your phone bill, on your, you know, this, on your that. But, no, it's, it's oh, well, you haven't taken out any credit, so you don't have a credit score. So yeah, we that can't means give that you we a can't loan. give you anything. But if you go borrow money and then pay it back to people and show us that you can borrow money. But that's money, the thing. That's the, that's the loophole. You can't borrow money without a credit score. Like, exactly. So, yes, yeah, so then you get some shitty credit uh, card yep, that yep. has, like, you know, a fucking, you know, high 39% APR. APR. Yeah. And like it's... the the one that I got, it was a prepaid credit card, which okay. means I sent them a check for $200 and then I had a $200 credit limit. 
And then at the end of like my little trial period with that, they sent me back the check for $200. And then I had a $500 credit line. And then, I mean, right now that's up to a lot more than $500. Sure. Like but, as long as you keep paying it off and you don't, and I don't, the I don't use it a lot. Because I don't want to put money on there that I can't pay back. And I after my bankruptcy, I lowered my credit card limit to like three hundred. Yep. And or maybe it was five hundred. I don't. Know, it was low. Yeah. And I kept it low purposely because I knew if it was higher, I would spend it. Um, I have. It's now multiple times that. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna say how much. Yeah. But it's up there. I mean, mine's not that high, but it's still pretty high. Sure. But like, I also don't max it out anymore like and yeah. I'm, i will never max mine out i hope like even even with what miner said I, I wouldn't want to ever have to max those out because which uh, is fair no it's not that's a lot of money to pay back yeah yeah especially in a fucking you know hellscape nightmare of capitalism that we're in today but anyways back to radiant black uh, so, so they're yeah. in the bar they're in the bar they just, they're just have, they're catching back up yeah and uh, yeah, once once they're done with that, they're going to leave, and and Marshall, of course, got plastered. Yeah, I mean, he's that kind of guy. Like, I I don't know what Marshall does. Oh yeah, they don't show him this one. But no, uh, no, he works. That's right. He works at the um the so or the bath and movie or something. He works at the video store. Yeah, yeah, and he's trying to get rid of the bath bombs. Yeah, it doesn't work out so well. But um, but yeah, I mean, so he he's got you know like a he's got a job. He's got a house. Yeah. Well, I thought he lived with his parents. Spoiler alert, he's got a house. Oh, okay. Yeah. Damn, this yeah. must have been made uh, at a whole different time. Make, hey, if you can buy it a house... It came off- out last year in 2022. Oh, yeah, I didn't say it was... Uh, came out in 2021. My bad. Um, released 2021 by Image Comics. There we go. Wow. All right, this is new. He must be making mad bank off that movie store then. Oh, I think it's the bath bombs. <laughs> I think it's the uh, actually not because he's trying to give those away. I think it's the legal substance that he was talking about uh, needing for the bath bombs that <laughs> made it better. That, that's where he's making all of his cash. At Maybe, but regardless. Um, but you know he's he is trashed, and they're leaving the bar. They're getting ready to get into Nathan's car, I believe. I believe so. Yeah, and uh, they see something glowing in the sky, and they're like, "Whoa, what the hell is that?" And they get close to it. They're looking at it, checking it out. And Nathan just reaches out to grab it. Yeah, it it, it looks like a black hole. And it's just floating above the about train I, tracks. At about eye level. Yeah. And I think Marshall even makes comments like, you know, it looks the same from every angle. And it, it's him looking at it from every angle. It's really cool. But yeah, when Nathan goes out to reach for it, it, it kind of bonds to him. And I do love the this transformation page this this, uh-huh. this whole page. it looks awesome hell yeah it does and then we see after the transformation him in the suit it looks pretty cool did he you... looks like an alien power ranger type of deal so do you remember this one that came out in like late 90s uh, a movie called star kid is that the one where he gets like the weird suit that uh pops over him and um yeah it's a, it's a weird alien yeah. suit yeah yeah it's I've the, it's the kid one, yeah. from Jurassic Park. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I think that was the only other thing that he was ever in. I think so. <laughs> uh, yeah, this reminded me of that the first time I ever read it. I don't know why. Well, actually, I do know why. It's right here when he goes to puke, and it opens, opens up. up a mouth. Uh, it reminded me of, of that. Yeah. A little bit. But, yeah, so, like, it, it's it's that. They're, they're on the train tracks. Marshall is trying to figure out what's going on. Nathan is freaking the fuck out. Uh, and then a couple cops show up, and Marshall, being the ever-loving... Look, in Marshall's defense, though, they weren't doing anything wrong. They weren't, but also they were standing on train tracks with the potential of a train coming. True, but again, they weren't doing anything wrong, and the cops just came over and started harassing him, because that's what cops do. <laughs> Or they're trying to save two drunk idiots nope. off of to get I'm, off. Okay, the train that's track. fair because uh, Marshall and Nathan are both white, so they actually probably weren't at it, you know. Yeah, but they, mm, I'm not not going into that one. <laughs> but no, the cops are trying. You are you are correct. They're trying to get them off the train tracks, and Marshall is immediately like, "We ain't doing anything wrong, officer. We'll leave when you leave. Like you you've got to get away first. 
And the entire time, there's a train coming, and Nathan sees it, and she makes it float? The train, them, the car, everything. Uh, the police vehicle, you know. Yeah. Yeah. He just kind of shuts off the gravity around them, basically. Yeah. Uh, I like how, uh, you know, Marshall's just like, what did you do? And Nathan's like, I just, I don't know, I just reacted. And the cops are just like, put us down, let, like, get us, get us down. And Marshall's immediately like, no, don't do that yet. <laughs> and they start, he starts asking, like, are you going to arrest us? It's like, are, are you, you, we'll let you down if you promise not to arrest us. And the one cop's like, that's extorting an officer, and that's not right. But the other guy's like, yeah, got it. I can't, I can't do heights. You're fine. Just let us down. Oh, shit. And then, you know, they fly, uh, Marshall and uh, Nathan fly away. <laughs> and, uh, they go out to some kind of grain silo, it looks like. Um, but, you know, they're talking about what happened. And then Nathan's freaking out, trying to take the suit off. Because, yep. I mean, that's understandable. Like, granted, I mean, because of my saturation into superpowers, I'd be super fucking excited. But that's the thing. And you'll find this out later. Like, they, there's a comic that Kyle Higgins wrote, I want to say in, like, 2011. Maybe, maybe 2015, 2016. Called Cowl, C W O L, like dots in between, and they bring it up here. They bring it up in the comic. I don't remember if they bring it up in this. No, actually, they do because the figures that Nathan shoots, yeah, are Cowl yeah. figures, uh, and it's a, it's it's a superhero esque comic book. Uh, so it's in universe stuff. Um. So he, in theory, would have knowledge of his superhero stuff, True, plus all mean, the comic book stuff. Yeah. However. But, like, if you think about people like you and I were, like, I mean, we love comics, we love superheroes, we love all that stuff. You no, know? sure. And we would probably figure out how to, how to piece it all together, what to do, but I don't think immediately. I think we're, we might freak out. Plus, they're inebriated. I guess that's true. So, and. If I was drunk, everything flying, happened. would have been the first thing I tried, though. So, I mean. Fair. <laughs> Regardless. He's cal- He calms down enough to where he is able to, like, think and relax. Well, Marshall's like, you know, how did you move the train? He's like, I don't know. I just thought it. And he's like, well, why don't you just think about your mask being removed? Yeah. And he's like, oh, hey, look, it's working. Yep. And it's just like, what, what did he say here? Oh, he Mar- uh, Nathan's not too happy about Marshall threatening the cops, which is just like, he gets it. But they, they're going to try to work together. Yeah. With what's I mean, going after on. they argue a lot now, of course. After we friends, hear, you know? well, yeah, I mean, uh, Nathan definitely has a little bit of a breakdown right here where he's talking about, you know, like, you know, I, I've, I kept telling everybody that I had this guy that wanted to, you know, read my book, but it's actually been four years since he even had any, that he was like, you know, interested, interested. He's like, and I haven't written anything since then. He's like, and you know, I just feel like I'm wasting away everything. Like, you know, there's all these opportunities that I could have taken that I just didn't, and I just feel like I'm useless. Yeah, and he, this is something that fell into his lap, and he doesn't want to screw this up. He wants to be, he wants to be worthy. Yeah, he wants to make sure that he doesn't let this opportunity go to waste. He wants yeah. to make the best out of it that he can. And while Marshall is trying to cheer him up, we go into Chicago proper, and we see. A red version of of Nathan because Nathan is which this right here is more I, like blue and white. Yeah, he's he's blue. He's black and blue and white. Yeah, and his power emanates blue. Yep. This one's red and black and white and emanates red power. Mm-hmm. I don't like how they drew this though because it doesn't make any sense because of the reveal. Yeah. So Red's power is more like absorption, it? absorption, mass absorption kind yeah. of thing. So they can hell if you've read the comic, you know who it is. We're gonna spoil it if you haven't. Um, this is her name is Satomi. Yeah, she's it's, from it's uh, Romeoville. Yeah, because <laughs> um, we're gonna get to that, which is north of six. Juliet. She gets she gets the power, and once she starts kind of to learn it and harness it, and we're going to see it here in a bit when we see Red again, that Red is absorbing an engine block. And when Nath- 
then when Radiant Black shows up to Red, uh, like Red Black's in cape mode, like hard ass mode, and then Red goes Hulkbuster mode because of all the power that she has, she's able to like absorb like well without even absorb it, more like throw up a defensive thing of sorts, you know. So it's spoiler alert again if you haven't read the book, go read the book. Uh, but we go back to uh, Lockport, and it's um, Nathan going in, and his dad is up. It's like really early in the morning, or really late at night, depending on which side of the bed you're on. <laughs> and uh, um, his dad basically gives him the boomer speech of like, you know, oh hey, uh, you know, uh, you need a job, and he's like, well, you know, he's like, can't you do the job that you had out in L.A.? And he's like, yeah, but I'd be making pennies. He's like, well, those are pennies that you don't have now. And this house was built or bought off pennies because back in my day, I hadn't fucked up the economy for you guys yet and made it really impossible for you guys to buy anything. You're not wrong. However, you're also not right. Um, no, you're 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 right in the, in the sense of his dad basically saying, hey, if you I've got here, no you problem. I've got no problem you staying here. But writing obviously isn't working out. You need to find some sort of income. Because we appreciate it, but if you've got debt, you need to take care of it. Like you need to, you got responsibilities. You need to fi- finish those responsibilities. And then we get Marshall, like we said earlier, working at the uh, the movie store trying to peddle his bath bath bombs. Yeah, because apparently he ordered too many bath bombs, and he's trying to you know just get rid of it. But while he's there, the cops, the two cops from the night before come walking in and, and basically track him down. Um, and then we come back to Nathan and he is floating about, you know, five feet over his bed. Yeah. Af- you know, after the... having a dream of this, what looks to be an alien robot of sorts, Reaching trying to him. say something to him, which I did like that. They had a, a key in the background or in the back of the book. Did they really? Yeah. Very last page. But, yep. It says radiant. Oh. Well, that's <laughs> no fun. Oh, oh, did you want to look it up? Sorry. Go ahead and look it up. No, it's too late now. <laughs> but, yeah. So, it, it's one of those things where the cops, after tracking down Marshall, um, are able to go... Because of the space. The space throws it off. That doesn't say radiant. Yeah, it does. Why is X and N the same uh, symbol? Um, X is higher. Like if it was, if it was just a oh, it's higher. just part of it. Gotcha. Yeah. So you you happy now? No, not really, because okay. uh, there are. One, two, three, four of them that are dots. And without a fucking uh, uh, box to show where they show up at in the letter, you can't tell the difference between an H and an O. Uh, or a uh, F and an O and well, an H. Well, if you, if you follow the line... True, but when you're looking at them right here in this space, you can't really tell that there are three well, different... Well, I can tell the H is in the top left. Oh, yeah, what about the F and the O? F is in top right, and the O is in bottom right. Nope, that's incorrect. No, it's not. The O is in the middle. It's the middle right. But regardless, <laughs> like I said. Whatever. Look, there's one thing to have a key, and there's another thing to uh, have a, a, a working uh I was at least the, the Kryptonian key for uh, Superman is all very different symbols, and it's clear symbols. Yeah. Versus dots and dashes. Look, you can make it work with dots and dashes. Yeah, Morse code's been around for yeah, almost exactly years. I mean, although the Morse code wouldn't be the best example I would give of it, um, I would say more like a pig pen cipher or sure. sure. But well, regardless, you can do dots and dashes with Morse code. Yeah, no, but what I'm saying is like it's more it, beep beep. But. but if you were to write something out in Morse code and you didn't have the proper spacing, like you'd never oh, be able fair. to tell anything yeah. with no, it. No, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Anyways. So the yeah. cops end up showing up to uh, Nathan's, Nathan's place because, because of Marshall. Of Marshall, yeah. Which 
I mean, like, I'd like to blame Marshall for this, but what else was he going to do? Well, at the same time, they could have easily, they found Marshall. They could have easily gone into the bar, asked who they who he was with, and tracked down Nathan on their own. True. But whatever. Uh, the cops are basically threatening Nathan into being like, hey, look, you know, if you're going to have this, you might as well... Uh, do something good with it because the other person that has a suit that matches your description does bad things with it. Yeah, they're, they're robbing a bank all yeah. the time. And Nathan's just like, well, that's... Okay, I have no idea who this guy is. Yeah. Um, so and the cops little... are basically saying, like, well, could you find out? Like, do you guys... Well, they, they more like tell him, well, you need to find out because okay, he's yeah. giving you a bad name. And as you are the only one that we have that we know the whereabouts of that have, you know, this kind of suit... It'd yeah. be on you. They're basically threatening him because they're cops. Yeah. Um, we can't do our job, so you do it for <laughs> us, or we're going to arrest you and make it look like you did it. Yeah. I mean, okay, look, maybe. Now, granted, the other, they, they were also talking about, you know, like, oh, you know, if you got these powers, you should do something for your community. But they were actually talking about saving rich people's money. So it doesn't count. One, three, one, two. Okay. Uh, so Nathan actually has the idea after talking to his dad, obviously night before morning before whatever that morning to go to Chicago and start. He already has a driver account set up. Yeah. So he can just do driver in Chicago because they're only like an hour away or something. And yeah, give or take. Um, so he's starting to pick people up. He's asking them questions. Hey, is, Hey, did you hear about the bank robbing? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. He's doing some great detective work. (laughs) I do like how. He asked the first guy, he's like, nope, I haven't heard anything about it. And, and then, then the guy shows up again, like, nope, still, still no. Still no. It's wonderful. But yeah, once he finds out what's going on. Once he finds out where this person's been seen around the mm-hmm. most, I guess. He tracks down Red and kind of, sort of threatens him. Threatens Red. He her, does the same thing to but, Red that he does to, that the cops did to him. Yeah. Basically, I was saying, hey, I found you. It's not going to be too long before the cops find you. And then it's red versus black. Like, Yeah, I put RVB. <laughs> because technically, he's blue and white. Oh. He's got a blue glow, but Technically, he's his powers are blue. I mean, so is Radiant, or so is the red one. The red one's uh, red, black and red. Black and red. And his red powers. Yeah, well, Nathan's powers are gravity. He, he's black and white and has blue powers. And blue all over. Um, <laughs> the fight... I mean, Red is just kicking Nathan's... Satomi. It's Satomi. Yeah. We already know. We already named it. Satomi is just kicking his ass. Yeah. And... And, I mean... I, I love that goes to walk away um, and steals his car. Yeah. Right? Like, dick move. And then drives his car off of a fucking cliff. Yeah. He's like, I need that. Like, of all things to do, like, I kind of need my car back. Like, what the hell are you doing? Um, so, of course, he saves his car. And, and as the same time he's saving his car, he also uh, grabs the bags uh, off of Red's back that yep. had, you know, an ass All the money from it. the bank robbery. Yeah. At least the one that day. Yeah, that that, that one bank robbery because, yeah. Uh, and he does have the thought of pocketing some money because... Because he needs it. I mean, save a, that could really bring down his debt. And, and see, the thing about it is, is like... He is honest enough to where he drops off all the money, even though he could have saved some of that money and then dropped it off. Could have easily. But, you know, good for him, I guess. Yeah. I am not that good of a person. He's a, he's a superhero, and you're not. You're right. I, <laughs> I would not be considered a superhero. I'd be more on the vigilante side. Yep. Um, and, yeah, so he, once he goes Look, back... chaotic good is still good, okay? <laughs> is it, though? Yeah. <laughs> So he goes back home, sees his dad. They have a conversation. And he basically says, look, sorry for earlier. You're right. You know, I, I, you're right. If I just pick myself up by the bootstraps, you know, I'll, uh, well, like he basically says he, to him, he's, he's like, look, he's like, yeah, I know I need to get a job. I know I need to have some kind of productive value towards society where I'm absolutely worthless. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and that's how society works anymore. And he's like, but I also need to write. So I'm going to be taking time off to write yeah. because I can't write if I'm doing nothing but driving all the time. Yeah. And his dad's like, you know what? Fine. Cool. And I mean, he comes to an agreement 
And it basically goes to the next day when, I think it's the next day, it could be longer, who knows, time doesn't really matter, um, where his dad wakes up and he sees Nathan making breakfast. He's like, yeah, this is going to be my writing day, so I'm getting up early, I'm going to get a good start on this, and I'm going to spend all day writing as possible. And what we get is, uh, we get a, a couple pages. This was a short story that Nathan wrote that he wants to expand on. The, the story itself, um, he he had got a lot of good reviews from it. Um, it's basically about a chick that used to work at a bank, found out the bank was doing bad things, so she started robbing the bank. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, he wants to, he wants to build from it. And so he, he tries. He starts to write some stuff. Doesn't really go the way he's liking. He's got to change it a little bit. And then he gets distracted, like everybody does. Starts watching videos on YouTube. Which well, I he set a timer that. for himself. He did. But I did, I mean, the video of when this is the perfect time because this is a time when everybody, the pandemic was going on. Everybody's on Zoom. He's watching a video of the guy who was a cat. Classic video. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he sets a timer. Timer goes off. Uh, he's like, all right, well, now I got to get to work. And I do like how we got three panels of the thing blinking, like nothing's happening. Um, and then he starts to write stuff. And then he, he keeps, it all. <laughs> yeah, keeps like second guessing it, trying again. But as he's doing all that, we're seeing what we saw before with the alien language, the robot behind. Um, and it's the like robot, messing with his thoughts. The robot in the background of the, le- the letters, not the robots behind. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> um, yeah, so after all that, we get to Marshall, who's at work. Um, I do like how he is trying to figure out a uh, name for for Radiant. Morphin Lawsuit. Yeah, which is great, because Kyle Higgins worked on Mighty Morphin yeah. for... A long time, which we're gonna get back to some Mighty Morphin comics uh, in the future, because his run was amazing. Which that which is funny because um, all the guys, everybody who has worked, who is working in the Massiverse, have all worked on Power Rangers. That's comics. funny. Um, I'm not saying that Kyle is trying to scope all these guys and bring them over to Image, but uh, they're all great friends and they all work well together. So. That's usually a pretty good uh, combination for, you know, getting shit done. Usually. I mean, mean, got some great things here. So, what we get is Nathan coming up to Marshall. Marshall's trying to figure out a name. Um, Marshall throws out Radiant because that's what he's been hearing. No, Nathan throws it out. That's Nathan throws out (laughs) Radiant. uh, And Marshall comes up with the Radiant Black. It works. It's yeah. whatever. I mean, and it works so well that he actually puts up a uh, Twitter page or, or immediately, or a Twitter handle immediately. Which is a super dick move for a couple of reasons. Mm-hmm. One of those being that um, they can trace that back to Marshall and Nathan. Trace it back to Marshall. And Marshall can be like, I'm just his, his, uh, his handler. But they can also trace it back to Nathan because then he gives Nathan the... Uh, he does the login um, login, info. which means that anytime that Nathan logs in from his phone, it's going to be you know pinging off of his VPN, IP. man. Huh? Get a get a VPN. Uh huh. Yeah, fine. you think they're that smart? Either one of them. Marshall, I think is. I think Marshall's already doing shit like that. Yeah, I don't know. Oh yeah, you haven't read far enough. Never mind. Cause he seems like an idiot in this book. No offense, but oh, he is, but he's kind of smart at times too. I guess that's fair. Yeah. Um, so, but, uh, Nathan decides he's going to go in and have a drink to, you know, write a little bit more. Yep. Uh, do some brainstorming, you know, and, uh. You want to know how far he gets? He gets a sentence. Barely. Um, and, you know, he. But, I mean, in his defense, I also used to find it, uh, super, uh, easier to go in and write when I would go into the pub and have a couple drinks and sit there and, you know. Yeah. Work on things. Hell yeah. Okay. I just can't afford to do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Um, and then the next time we see him, he's at home typing away. I didn't actually translate all that. I might have to do that later because that's a lot. Stop it. Stop it. We still have like half a book to read. Come on. Yep. 
and then we see Cape Mode Radiant Black popping in, uh, attacking Nathan. Uh, and then it's actually Nathan with the beard being all badass. Which is fucking weird. Yeah. It's because he was having a dream. Yeah. He had, he had passed out while he was working and, uh, yeah, nothing came up. Surprisingly. I mean, I'm surprised that he didn't get so much more done. But then he, he, uh, answers one of the tweets on his, uh, Radiant Black Twitter page. Yep. And, uh, goes and, uh, meets his family to, that has a uh, blown tire. Um, the dad has a broken arm, so he can't change the tire by himself. He's having a hard time doing it. It's also, you know, middle of winter. Yeah. And everybody's cold out. Yeah. And, uh, so, so Nathan, Radiant Black, goes to try and, and change the tire, breaks the, uh, tire iron. And knocks the car off the jack. Yep. And then he's like, you know what, where are you guys trying to go anyways? <laughs> and he just flies the whole car over to the stadium that they were trying to get to. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, that would be a hell of a way to show up to a fucking anything. Right. But it's very Superman-esque. Also, got to point out the fact that the, the mom the entire time was was worried. Yeah. Oh, you don't have a coat on? Yeah. Why don't you, you don't even have a scarf on? What's yeah. the matter with you? And then when he's flying the car, he's got one of their scarves on. Which is really awesome. I, I really like that. But when he does get home, he goes to crash... But his brain is still working, and he finally starts to write more of a story uh, to the point where he actually works all through the night. Um, and he, he actually had a very good, productive couple hours. A you know? couple sentences, but yeah. I mean, well, I mean, we, we, got, assume we only see the couple sentences. He's probably got a lot more than that. So... Uh, but then issue four, and this is when we see the robot, we see existence, and it is crazy, because, you know, we the robot itself is, um, it's huge, it's, it's pretty cool, but it's, it's a like, little wildly shaped, like it's got an abstract sort of uh, appearance to it. Uh, but then the background of all this is like... There's a world being shattered, shattered below and... him. And he's talking to Nathan. He is. We basically get the conversation in this issue um, where he's, he's like, hey, there's a war coming. Um, this person is going to be there. And Radiant is going to be there. And you, but you need to accept that you'll have to kill him. everything. Yeah. And can you do it? Yeah. Um, yes, he's. Oh, well, I guess you could consider this being. Uh, his parents' house, but no, this is this is Marshall's house. I mean, I guess that makes sense. The empty pizza box on the oven and the beer bottles and stuff along the side of the thing. Yeah. Uh, but he gets a text from Nathan saying, "Hey, I want to try I to want... figure out my powers." Yeah, and he's like, "Fuck yeah, I've been waiting for this." And this is where uh, Shazam got the idea for uh... <laughs> maybe for their their power uh, montage. Maybe, although that was still a bad scene uh yeah and they're just they're Montage. marshall being well and again like we said earlier the both comic booky nerdy-esque marshall sounds like it's more so yeah so i'm marshall you're nathan it sounds like that's rude i would definitely kill somebody before you would <laughs> wait marshall didn't kill anybody that you know of uh <laughs> But what I'm saying is the knowledge-wise, like, he he has an understanding. I'm not saying you don't, and I'm not saying Nathan doesn't, but he has a, being the outside observer, he's got a better handle of what to do and how to, how to control it, sort of. That's fair. And so he's, like, talking to uh, Nathan. Basically, he figures out that it's all about emotion, so he is poking a prod in Nathan, um... And he he brings up Justine. Yeah. Um, Would still be around if you knew how to conjugate. <laughs> and he's like, I didn't even use conjugate right, did I? He's like, nope. He's like, I was trying to say you couldn't keep it up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it. Mar uh, Nathan's able to unleash his power. A focused power. And it's it's basically the beginning of, of him becoming one with the radiant because then again the next page is what we said earlier where the robots try and talk to him saying hey this is what's going on you need to join 
you need to be able to take his life. And I liked I liked how they did this because it wasn't um, all at once. It was it played out like the, the whole conversation happened all at once, but the playing out of it happened through the uh, because I assume that this happened like this happened before. I yeah, think when he when he touched it is what I assumed. Oh, actually, yeah, you're probably you're probably right because that, because that's what I thought it was, and then it's, he's just playing it back in his head, like you know, as we go along. That actually makes more sense. Knowing what I know from other stuff and what we see in Radiant Red. Actually, really what we're going to see here. Yeah, at, at the, the end, end of this. Of this issue. Um, this issue or next issue? Uh, this maybe beginning of next issue, whatever. Yeah, something like that. Um, but yeah, so Red shows up, Satomi shows up, um, and starts attacking Nathan. Because when she was in his car, she looked at his registration. And yeah. he got his address and yeah. name and yep. like, yeah. So we get round two. Um, yep, that's what my uh, notes say. Red versus black, uh, number two. Yeah, same. red destroys the building. Black holds it together until everyone escapes, and then uh, he knocks red out of the building and gets crushed. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where we start to see as they're fighting. Red wasn't, like, she wasn't actually trying to hurt. She was just trying to scare him. Yeah. But it went too far. Yeah. And like you said, the building starts coming down. And Nathan being the hero, like, he kind of convinces, he, ho- well, he, he holds he, everything up. Yeah, he makes, like, a, a, a framework to hold up the building so everybody can escape the building. Yeah. And then... Um, like red is sort of helping him hold up one of the walls, but they, they can't really, can. yeah, but they, yeah. she can't really do anything. So Nathan notices that the building's going to collapse regardless of what they do. And he knows that they can't, he can't get out. So he pushes, uses his powers to push red out of the building. Yep. And then, um, the building comes down on him. Yeah. So Marshall goes rushing in to uncover Nathan. Um, he is dying. He is not, there and then we get to the end of the conversation with the robot. Basically, Nathan saying that he, no, I can't. He never said it, but he didn't agree. Like he kind of like what? What's the right word? Not shrugged. It Resignation. Off. Like, there we go. Yes. And so the robot recognized it, and it's like, well, then your, your world's world gonna die. die. So when Marshall is there trying to get Nathan back to life, the radiant comes out of him. And Marshall sees it, and he grabs it. Plays out with the robot again. Marshall's Same conversation, like, except Marshall's like, "Fuck yeah, I'm gonna kill yeah, this I'm gonna do this." So the um, ambulance paramedics are able to get Nathan breathing again. He was crushed. He he should be dead. Yeah, uh, but he ends up getting in a coma. I'm just gonna. Spoil that right yep. now. Well, I mean, he it's gets... not really a spoiler because it talks about it in this comic. Do they? I can't remember yeah. if they do or not. Yeah, because uh, when um, Marshall uses the radiant black powers to go fight uh, uh, Satomi, Satomi, he's like, "And now my friend's in a you know fucking coma because of you." Yeah. Okay. So yeah, exactly. That's what happens. Like Marshall gets the the suit on, goes flying off, freaks out, which is understandable. understandable. Also. I mean, his best friend did just get, you know, crushed. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, then he is in the hospital yeah. right here. And that's when he finds out he's in a coma. So it's... He has the conversation with the... Uh, Marshall has a conversation with the robot. Yeah, and he's like, hey, look, I'll, I will do whatever you need me to do. You find me the red-suited one, and, and you know, I'll, I'll kill the guy. I'll do whatever you need me to do. Uh and you got a deal. Yeah. And so you, we do see Red, Satomi, uh, and she is not happy because she, like I said, this is this, she didn't want any of this. Yeah. She's not necessarily a bad person. She just, you know, she was just trying to, like, you know, scare him a little bit to get him to leave her alone so she could continue on with what she was doing. Uh-huh. And, you know, she realized that what happened was, you know, her mistake. Yeah. So when these two... When Marshall comes and Red's just like, oh my god, you're alive, thank... Yes, thank you. Um, and he brings down his mask, like, no, he's in a coma. 
because of you, and they fight. Uh, I, I mentioned it earlier. He goes cape mode because he's so angry, and she goes Hulkbuster mode because she's absorbed. She is absorbing some of his power, which yeah. helped not like boost her power. Well, I guess actually, yeah, boost her power a little bit. Yeah. So when um, she comes busting out of the ice that she that he hit her into, it's yeah, it's Hulkbuster versus Cape Mode, Radiant Black, and she is whipping his ass. Well, until you know uh, he he remembers Nathan crushed. Yeah, and he just goes full hog, and this is when it gets revealed that it's it's a female. Um, well, yeah, because he blasts all the fucking armor off of her. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, this is... She mentions that she didn't want to hurt him. She just wanted to scare him. This this is... I'm sorry. Uh, but on top of that, there's a portal that opens up, and out pops a yellow and a pink one. So we now have four radiants. We only need one more Power Ranger, the blue one. Yeah, look, if they ever come out with another one, another radiant, which is... They haven't mentioned anything yet. But they could. But no, I'm um, talking about the Power Scheme. I know what you're talking about. We have a red, a black, a yellow, a pink. We just need a blue. Also need a green. I mean, later on. That was like the end of season one. <laughs> no, it was like middle season one. I know. Anyway. Um, but it gets revealed. We don't know these characters' names yet. Uh, I do, because I'm far enough in the series. Um, but the red, the yellow is an older gentleman. And the pink looks to be like a Younger teenager kid, like almost. A teenager, yeah. Um, Maybe early twenties. She's actually in her early twenties, like late teens, early twenties. Um, I can tell you what they are, who they are, but I'm, I'll wait. We can wait till volume two for that one. And they're like, "Hey, you know, I don't care what you guys are doing. We need to get the hell out of here. You guys are in danger." Yep. And uh, they're like, "Why?" And then the meta shows up. Uh, <laughs> nice, good, good pull. <laughs> um, but no, this badass super alien ninja shows up. Um, I, again. I know who he is. His name gets revealed next issue. Uh, I'm sorry, issue next, seven. Yeah. So next volume, volume, um, which is nice because then we get the issue six, which is like the backstory of Satomi. Yep. Who which was, is basically she's at what? Well, hold on, Chris, hold on, hold on. I gotta give credit for oh, credit to right. do. That's right. This one was written by Cherish Chen. Art was done by Darko Lafuente. 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 Thank you. Uh, and then the colorist was Miguel. M- M- I am terrible with names. It's M- okay. Miquel uh, Moreto. Nope. Moreto. Michael Muerto. There we go. I apologize greatly. This is why I'll never have them on my show because I can never say their names. No, no. So you have them on the show and you ask them to introduce themselves and you hear the proper way that they pronounce their name and then you just have to remember that. Yeah, I'm terrible with that at the moment. The only reason I remember how to say um, Marcelo Costa is because the boys over at Radiant Black talk about him all the time. And they say his full name. so And Kyle says his name a lot, too. Kyle's also got a really, you know... Kyle Higgins? Yeah, that's a that's a pretty basic name. Like Sure, well, yes, but I've... Yeah. Like, Kyle is a pretty basic name. I mean, <laughs> it's not like he's going to pronounce it Kile or something. I hope not. But yeah, so this is Satomi and her boyfriend, Owen. Um, fiance Owen. Oh, sorry. Fiance Owen. Uh, yeah, they're having Christmas dinner, I think. For... Uh, I think it's just a family dinner. Maybe Thanksgiving. Oh, I thought it was Christmas because on their way home, she's like, thanks for signing names on the card. Uh, I just didn't get around to it. Oh, yeah, it was a Christmas card. Yep, you're right. And then that's also a uh, uh, bit of a um, foreshadowing. Thank you for signing my name on the cards because I never got around to it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Good point. Good point. I didn't think about that. Good, good call. Good pull. Because um, it turns out Owen um, has a bit of a gambling problem. A bit. Just a wee bit. Yeah. If 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 by wee bit you mean draining your fiance's bank account. Yeah. Just yeah. a wee bit. Uh, her like thousands of dollars banking account. Yeah. Well, she was gonna use it. To go to, go school. to college. Um, and then he's like, well, you were never going to go anyway, so it was fine. They expand on that in the Radiant Red miniseries, which oh, we so will like, cover. So he still lives after this? Like, 
Well, I meant the backstory. Oh, okay. I was like, because college like, thing. Yeah, I was like, so I was I'd probably just. They do. I mean, so Radiant Red takes place after this, after yeah. these issues. Technically, it takes place after uh, Supermassive, the first Supermassive. That's when it came out, anyway. So I'm gotcha. assuming it takes place then. But yeah, ultimately, it's it's Owen basically telling oh don't Satomi, worry about it i've got this job coming up it's not going to be any big thing and then he goes to bed she can't sleep so she goes out to his job site and finds out that there is no job uh well it's not that there's no job um no because she says she goes over there and uh what answers did you possibly think you were you were going to find here we are so screwed yeah because the job that he is talking about that was going to cover everything was not going to cover everything Oh, well, yeah, I would assume I would say, yeah, it wouldn't be make enough to cover. Yeah. Not, not that there wasn't a job, just it wasn't going to well, make the I'm money. Saying. Like he was saying that, you know, like, oh, this job's going to take care of everything. And then she went back there and looked at his books. And she's like, yeah, that's not going to take okay. care of shit. Um, and so then as she is getting ready to leave, we see this comet in the sky that explodes into a bunch of different colors and shoots off in different directions. You want to see those colors? It looks like a red. And it's a, a pink red and, a, and, a, and a white and a purple and oh wait <laughs> uh it's basically the radiant coming to earth yeah um and the red one comes down in front of her and she grabs it and becomes radiant red and look right here she looks like a woman because that's how she did when she uh-huh. got the comic and then it wasn't until later when she goes to the bank to try and get a loan uh to help him out and that's when she finds out that the account's empty. She had ten grand in there, almost eleven grand. Uh, actually, it was eleven grand, and it's all gone. It's all empty now because because he, he forged drank, her yeah. signature. And when when she confronts him about it, he's like, "Why'd you go to that the gaslighting motherfucker?" Like, dude, look. I wonder if she can absorb people. Oh, no comment. <laughs> um... <laughs> But yeah, no, like you weren't supposed to go to the bank. I was gonna gonna put the money back, so you yeah, didn't, you, never you saw. Why would you even do that? You weren't supposed to do that. Now you've embarrassed me and made everybody made me look bad. Yep, stupid dog, you made me look bad. Oh. <laughs> uh, I, but I like how she like hits the the wall and kind of destroys the wall a little bit, and he kind of has a scared look on his face, like he should, because. Um, uh, she didn't punch him, so no. he should consider yeah. himself lucky. But he also is, he feels, because he does love her. He he feels bad that he's been lying Every to her. Very abusive Oh, uh, I know, 100%. I know. <laughs> if you actually just didn't do the thing, you wouldn't have to feel bad, you fucker. But look, I feel bad, so that shows that I love you, so stay, right? Yeah. Oh. yeah well, he even says, like, I can't fix this without you like i need you I, like i love you and and then she fixes it for him instead yeah she goes to the, <laughs> which dude all right look learn how to use a fucking zipper there's money everywhere which means there's a trail of money from wherever she went to to her house oh that yeah that one was bad like she can't zip up the bags and he doesn't question he doesn't question where she got the money i mean he not. does no, no he does oh, okay i was saying because he's probably looking at it like oh man i can go back and gamble a little bit more he kind of thinks that too. Oh, kill him! Yo, it gets bad, uh, and we will get to Radiant Red eventually. A murder most foul. Um, <laughs> it maybe also be one of those things where I just give those to you to read because they're awesome. Uh, no, but this this series is great. I love it. Um, what are your thoughts on this first volume? Oh, it's amazing! Like it is. Uh, there is so much story packed into right here that I'm excited to see them expand on. Yeah. Because there's so much going on that. <laughs> yes. And it, it's just going to get better. Like it, I, I can speak from experience. It gets better. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely recommend it. Definitely go track these down. You can find the trades easy enough. Um, hell, if you, Go follow Radiant Black Podcast on Twitter. They have giveaways literally all the time. So, actually, I've won... What did I win? I won a 
a dead lucky trade off of them, and I think I won a super massive. And where's issue. that at? Uh, it's on Twitter. Radiant. I don't. Is there a Radiant Pod? Is that what Radiant Black Podcast? Just search up Radiant Black Podcast on Twitter. Uh, go check out the show. Their show is amazing. It's 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 a lot of fun. They break down the issues, um, and they have a good time doing it. And they, they're really in depth, a lot more in depth than we are. If I'm I mean, honest. yeah, but they probably uh, yeah. This is also the only thing they cover, so that makes sense. They Correct. Can, they can be a lot more deep uh, diving than we are because if we were that deep diving, we'd never get shit done for anything else. God, no, we wouldn't. Um, so that being said, um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we you can find the show on Twitter at Comic Rundown on Instagram Comic Book Rundown. You can email us comicbookrundown at gmail.com. Rate and review us on your podcasting app of choice. If you do, we'll read it on an upcoming episode. Um, we've got merch over on Redbubble and TeePublic. and our song was done by Joe from formerly one uh, formerly one half of Sex Turtles and formerly uh, Wreck My Podcast. So. I think that's everything. Yeah. Yeah. So I started translating that one page. Yeah. And uh, I'm pretty sure it's just a bunch of nonsense because we have lorem, ipsum, olor, and that was all as far as I got. <laughs> well, I'll let you. I'll let you keep translating that. Yeah. All right. Take take it easy, guys. We'll we'll catch you later. Bye. <laughs>